0: Hey everyone, my name is Devin. And I'm Joe. Welcome to Partners in Freight. So welcome back to another week of 50 Nights, 50 Frights. This week was my pick. Mm-hmm. And I chose the 2006 masterpiece, Stay Alive. Have you seen this one before?
1: I have. I believe I've seen it just once, but years ago. So I want to say maybe like 2008 ish. I remember almost nothing of this movie. The only thing I remember is uh, people play v- a video game, and if they die in the game, they die in real life. And that Frankie Muniz is in it. That's it. That's all I remember.
0: That's a good summary. <laughs>
1: hmm Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so if you're just joining in for our 50 Nights 50 Frights for this week, mm-hmm. uh, to give you a little bit of a rundown... For um, well we thought September first to Halloween was fifty nights. It's not, it's sixty, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're doing from September first to Halloween our favorite, like all time scary movies. And this could be, you know, all time favorite as in like classic scary movie, like right. something that means like quintessential Halloween to us, or mm-hmm. it could be like a nostalgic favorite of ours, anything that we choose. Uh, Because normally we review more obscure, like, campy, low-budget, underrated horror movies. Right. But just from September 1st until um, Halloween, we're doing, like, anything. So, this movie, I feel like, has a special place in my heart. And, okay, so, I kind of had two nostalgic picks for this uh, series that we're doing. Mm-hmm. The first one we already did, which was Hills of Eyes. Um, and that
1: was, that was your first pick.
0: Yeah, and that did not live up to uh, my memory <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> right. So this was my other, like, nostalgic pick. Um, and I felt compelled to... Uh, actually like this one when I was watching it again because (laughs) it is listed on like our website under my bio as one of my favorite scary movies. Oh,
1: that's right.
0: Um, Yeah, so if you guys haven't checked out our website, link is in the bio. (laughs) Um, And we just have short short little bios on each of us and it includes like, I think like 10 of our favorite horror movies.
1: So was there a small part of you that was scared that if I don't like this as much as I thought I did, I'd have to change part of my bio? Yes. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then i gonna have to own up to that on the pad. Right. In front of our like, you know, ten listeners. <laughs> First of all, Hills will Eyes and Stay Alive are both 2006 movies. Mm-hmm. So this is like my era. Right. Right. So um, actually just a little bit of background on me, and this is in my little bio as well. Um, I used to be terrified of horror movies. Mm-hmm. I, like, was so scared of them. Um, like, anything remotely scary. And it, I think it all stemmed from, like, my mom showing me the IT TV miniseries. Like, yeah. way too young. Right. Um, so, particularly clowns, I'm still, like, afraid of. But anyway, um, my first theory movie in theaters was When a Stranger Calls, and I actually looked it up. It was 2006 as well. Really? So I think that might have been, like, early 2006 or something, and then that really sparked, like, watching horror movies right. as, like, a pastime for me.
1: Sounds like 06 was, like, the year of Devon.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> it was really the year that I, like, became a teenager, right? right. So that was, like... I was going into eighth grade, um, so this was, like, between seventh and eighth,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and really, like, hitting that puberty yeah. hard.
2: <laughs>
0: um, but anyway, so when I, like, saw One of Stranger calls in theaters, which, by the way, I went with one of my friends and, mm-hmm. um, like, one of my first boyfriends, and uh, they listened to the podcast. Um, not my first boyfriend, but uh, so shout out. Hey there. Uh, <laughs> so, when I saw that in theaters, like, it wasn't scary to me. It was funny. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of learned that, oh, like, horror movies can be, like, fun, too. And, like, it can right. be fun to be scared right. as well. Um, so then I really got into watching, like, scare movies with my friends. And this was one of them that we watched a lot of. And I think... I want to say that it was like on FearNet. I don't know. This also was the time period of like Netflix when like you were doing like the movie movies to your house kind of thing. Yeah, like, like not the physical streaming. DVDs. Yeah. 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 Um, and I can't remember whether or not we got this one on Netflix, but I'm assuming if it was one of those, then mm-hmm. I was renting it like a lot. Like they were like, man, how many times is this?
1: Were, were there other movies gonna- that you rented a lot that you can remember? I have like three or four that I rented so much from Hollywood Video.
0: Um, I was really big into Leonardo DiCaprio. I want to say that I probably rented Romeo and Juliet a lot. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, because I remember specifically adding all of Leonardo DiCaprio's movies like to my watch list. Um, probably Shutter Island as well. Um. Mm-hmm. Maybe Silent Hill. I can't remember, like, what was on Fearnet and, like, what was streaming versus what I had to, like, send for. Specifically, though, I remember um, Masters of Horror. I think it was a series on Showtime.
1: I remember that.
0: Um, There is one called Imprint, and it was by Takashi Mikey, and Mm. so, like, if... If you're not familiar with it, it was, like, a series that Showtime put on, and they uh, kind of went to all these horror, uh, like, big horror names, and they asked them to, like, do—I don't know if it was technically considered a movie or if it was considered, like, a—I mean, their movie length,
2: mm-hmm. so I,
0: I guess it was movies. Hmm. But anyway, I specifically remember, like, needing to send for that one and, like, wait for it. Right. Like, it was hard to get— Um, because I guess they, it wasn't really that popular. I think they maybe only had like one copy. (laughs) Right. Um, and that was a really fucked up movie. I would, I would like to watch it again personally. I,
1: I've never seen that one.
0: Like, I really only remember like a couple like uncomfortable scenes from it. I really don't remember what it was about at all. Right. Um, but Hmm. I really loved the audition and, um... I think it's, like, Ichi the Killer. I'm yeah. probably, like, butchering these names, so <laughs> I apologize. But I, I had watched both of those, and then I had read about Imprint.
1: Yeah, so that reminds me, when I was younger, um, we would my brother and I would go to Hollywood Video an ungodly amount of times, and I can't tell you the amount of times that I have rented uh, Jeepers Creepers or Ghost Ship mm. or Cube or Fear.com. Those four hold a very special place in my heart, even <laughs> though there's a lot of really bad things about each one of those movies. Yeah. I, I Looking back, I was like, oh, man, I could have rented, like, so many more movies and gotten to see a bunch of different ones. Mm-hmm. But I, part of me feels silly of just keep watching the same ones over and over and over again. But I don't know. I think it was, like, the same with you just becoming, like, like a teenager, you know, obviously everyone like goes through changes and blah blah blah. But um I felt like I was like in this like cycle and I was totally yeah. down for just like rewatching those movies over and over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I think Silent Hill was another one of them, which um it's funny because I kind of find like a direct connection between this movie and Silent Hill, um, just because like of the video game connection.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Ironically, today, like, watching Stay Alive, Mm -hmm. it makes so much sense of why I loved it then, and I still love it now. Okay. Because, like, if you don't know this about me, I really love watching, like, streamers on YouTube, um, and I specifically watch, like, streamers play, like, horror video games. Mm -hmm. And when I was younger, honestly, around this time, like 2006, um, I got Silent Hill 2, the video game,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, I tried playing it, and I was so terrified to play it <laughs> that uh, I made my mom play it for me. <laughs> and then that's literally what I did. I just, like, watched her play the game. And now I love watching, like, streamers on YouTube play horror video games. Like, I don't really like right. playing them, but I like people... Like I like watching people play them. Yeah, um, I
1: think I think Silent Hill the movie might be the might be the best video game adaptation to a movie because I really I love that movie.
2: Mm-hmm. There's
1: a lot of really unsettling things about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a ton of other video game to movie adaptations, and a lot of them are really bad. <laughs> but I think Silent Hill might looking be my at favorite. Resident
0: Evil. <laughs> They are like, it's bad, but good.
1: No, I get that. Yeah. That's like Cube is like really bad. Yeah. But I I love it. Ghost Ship is terrible, but I love it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if you haven't guessed yet, this movie is about a video game, um, a killer video game. I think because this movie, it does have more than 10,000 reviews, um, but I don't think that it's very well known today. I mean...
2: Right. Um, I would agree with um, that. And
0: I was looking at some comments on the YouTube trailer and people were like, "Man, if you saw this movie in 2006, like these graphics were like clutch. <laughs> you know, like it looks like shit today, mm-hmm. but if you watched it then, you were like, "Oh man, this is some serious shit." Mm-hmm. Um, now today I would I would compare like the graphics to like I don't know, like RE2. Resident Evil 2. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um,
0: I would agree. So we open with like an instantaneous jump scare and it's just like a bloody eyeball. Um, and really there's no other bloody eyeballs in the entire movie. Nope. And so it's just the fun little thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we open on the video game itself. Um, so there's a video game character and this character is like walking around this plantation house the character looks down, like, a long hallway
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and sees this woman in red, uh, and then the whole thing fades to black. And then I think that the woman, like, rushes the screen, and then the character is kind of, like, running around. Um, and it switches between, like, third person and first person, which I thought was a little Dying. weird because, like, video games don't actually do that, um, right. unless they're, like, cutscenes or whatever. But then the character is, like, Moving upstairs there's little girls that are like ghost
1: Yeah they're like they're like little geckos <laughs> they're like crawling geckos? on the Yeah they're like crawling <laughs> on the like, these these little girls they're like crawling on the ceiling and crawling on the walls like like little geckos like <laughs> you know what i mean right they,
0: I mean yeah i just they got the, little sticky
1: fingers and they can
0: Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Yes so they're crawling all over the walls the character goes upstairs Uh, Walks into a room, and there's, like, two people that have been, like, strung up by chains. Um, They've been, like, slaughtered. And then all of a sudden, something wraps around his neck. Mm -hmm. um, And he gets pushed over a banister, and Game Over flashes across the screen.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And then uh, we get who's playing the game, which is Loomis. And he's visibly, like, kind of shaken from the game. He's a little spooked, and he calls up his friend, who we later learn is Hutch, and he's like, you gonna come over tonight? Like, can you come over? And right. he's, like, freaked out. Yeah. Um. And there's a thunderstorm going on, so, of, of course, it's, like...
1: Yeah, you can tell Loomis, like, doesn't want to be alone. Yeah. But he's not flat out saying that.
0: Which is me. If I ever play a horror, like, game... Right. I freak the fuck out. i like, <laughs> I cannot be alone... The lights all need to be on. Right. Like, I need a cleanser after I play the game. <laughs> yeah. Because my heart rate is just, like, through the roof.
1: Like watching a Bob Ross video or something?
0: Yes. <laughs> um, oh, and he mentioned Fatal Frame, which is an actual video game. And there were a lot of little, like, Easter eggs like that throughout the movie. And I never actually um, heard of Fatal Frame before. But it looked kind of similar to, like, Resident Evil-ish. Oh, so it's a Um, real game? It is, yeah. Oh, okay. And he hears some, like, banging, which we find out literally banging, (laughs) upstairs, Um, and he finds his roommates, Max and Sarah, and they're having sex. But what's weird about it is that Max is wearing this pig mask.
1: Which might be the scariest part of the whole movie to me.
0: (laughs) And I mentioned, like, in the Shining episode about um, the, the dog suit. Man. right right and i was like you know if that's your vibe like good for you um this is
1: a bad vibe
0: It is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, yeah wow. loomis loomis like walks in in on them and then max like just turns and faces the camera with this rubbery pig mask on yeah like what the fuck <laughs> and they're like
0: do you knock and then like loomis proceeds to have like an entire conversation while like max is in sarah <laughs> I mean, I can somewhat understand the dog suit. I don't (laughs) I feel like I'm gonna cry saying that. I can somewhat understand that. I cannot understand this fucking pig mask. It's terrifying. (laughs) Um and it also is very reminiscent of like the pig mask in Saw Three, I wanna say. I think it appears in like multiple Saw movies, but I wanna say Saw Three. Right. It probably came out in 2006. That's probably the one that I watched the most. He leaves the room, and I think he goes to sleep, and then he has a nightmare about the game, so he wakes up, like, in a cold sweat, and he sees this woman in red from the video game. Uh, oh, I forgot to say, when he was talking to Max and Sarah, he said that he, like, found them in the video game, and they were like, we haven't played for hours, dude. And then he that's when he leaves. Right. Um, so the power is out. Loomis starts, like, going around the house. He goes downstairs to the kitchen to get a glass of milk. hmm I don't really know any adult who just, like, drinks a glass of milk in the middle of the night. But that's besides the point. So hes he's still kind of hearing weird noises and getting creeped out. And he starts to leave the kitchen. And this scene was really effective. Like, it's got loomis in the frame and then you can see the kitchen beyond him and like the hallway is blocking like half of the kitchen right Mm -hmm. um and he hears something in there and he's just kind of waiting and then like it the camera just stays there for a while and you don't see anything
1: right you're forced to look at it
0: and then like slowly this like black figure comes into view Mm mm-hmm instantly ruined by loomis throwing his glass of milk at this figure
1: he's like a little kid he's like
0: like, shit (laughs) fuck
1: let's throw our milk at it
0: yeah (laughs) um so he throws the milk and he runs upstairs and he's like shouting for max and sarah um and he goes up there and he finds them slaughtered same as in the video game and it's like a super quick flash but it's incredibly gory
2: we yeah. see
0: a little bit of it again later. Like, it spends more time on the scene right. in the bedroom. Um, but this is, like, a quick, like, not even five seconds, like, two
1: Yeah, two it's, like, it's like a frame. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but there's blood everywhere. Um, and then all of a sudden he gets, I think, something comes around his neck again. Like, a chain comes around his neck. And he is thrown right. backwards um, and hangs from, like, the chandelier over the banister.
1: Yeah, so he has the same... Death. Yeah, the same death as his character that he was playing in the game.
0: Right. So then we change scenes and we see Hutch uh, at work.
1: Oh, actually, I want to say some, something real quick. I noticed, I think this was when Loomis was calling... Hutch on the phone, mm-hmm. but they have a really quick shot where it shows Hutch in his house, mm-hmm. and I noticed he's doing dishes, but he's washing solo cups, like the red party cups. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. And I, I had to like, I did a double take real quick, and he like washes out a cup and he puts it on the drying rack, and it's a solo cup. That's cute. Like, Who the hell does that? Just throw a like, it
0: out. recent college grad that just plays video games a lot? Yeah, I don't know. Makes sense. Like there's a lot of like stereotyping know. in this movie about like who the type of person that plays video games. Yeah. So I'm sure they were just trying to like amp that up a little bit.
1: I'm always scanning for like little like earth-shattering little easter eggs or something hidden in in each frame. Yeah. Most of the time it's just going to be stupid shit like watching a solo cup instead yeah. of a glass. Sorry, continue.
0: No, that's fine. <laughs> um so Hutch goes in to see his boss And he's asking about how to beat Silent Hill 4, which I really (laughs) enjoyed. And then, I don't know, I think they're just, like, talking about the video game for a while. And then all of a sudden, like, Hutch gets a call. And it's the call telling him that Loomis has uh, passed. Right. And then immediately we go to the funeral of his friend. And we later learn that, like, I think he grew up, like, living with Loomis. So like it's not Yeah, they were justice. like childhood friends. Yeah. So
1: I have a question for you. The the scene where they're in the office. Mm-hmm. Um like do you think the his so Hutch's boss played by Adam Goldberg do you think he hired Hutch to help him through video games or do you think it was a thing where he just hired Hutch and He learned that he was really into video games, and now he's kind of, like, picking his brain. Because that whole scene was essentially... He was using Hutch as, like, brainstorming on how to, like, beat a game.
0: As, like, a living, breathing walkthrough guide, basically. Yes. Are you just asking because his boss, like, says that?
1: Uh, kind of. But, like... Okay. So, later on, we see that he has, like, a pretty big gaming setup. Um... So, I don't know, I just thought maybe, like, they hired Hutch and then he realized that Hutch was, like... like it it kind of it kinda comes off, like, Hutch is, like, this gaming genius. Or did I just read that very wrong?
0: I mean, yes and no, because, like, later when we see, like, Swink, like, Swink is clearly more, like, of a professional gamer than Hutch is. But, honestly, like, I don't really see how that would have come up in, like, the interview... Like, I don't think that his boss would, like, have known to, like, seek out Hutch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, maybe during the interview it came up, like, as a, mm-hmm. what do you like to do outside of work? And he's like, oh, I like to play video games. And then he's like... You're hired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right.
0: Um. So then he goes to the funeral. Mm-hmm. And he meets this girl...
1: Abigail, I think her name is.
0: Abigail, yeah. yeah. And she, like, takes a picture of him.
1: With this really old camera.
0: Yeah. And he's like, did you just take a picture of me? And, <laughs> and she's like, this girl, she's so deep. Um, Such a crush on her <laughs> when I was younger. Actually, I have more of a crush on October, but um, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, everyone at the funeral... Was crying and you're the saddest looking person here, but you're not crying. So I took a picture of you and Hutch is like, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So she was friends with Sarah, the roommate, and Mm -hmm. I guess it's like a joint funeral. Oh, yeah. Like she wouldn't be there if it was just for Loomis. So I don't know how that works. Um, hmm. maybe, like, she just came in town for Sarah's and was like, hey, I'll hit up all the funerals. Like,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of all the saddest boys.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna find me a sad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she gives him his, or, uh, she gives him her card and says, like, if you ever want to talk about, you know, being depressed, hit me up. <laughs> and then Hutch, like, goes to a bar I think it's a coffee bar, right?
1: Uh that yeah.
0: October works at? Right. And October is laying on the counter in these <laughs> uh like knee-high boots and this like very low cut dress. Black hair, red lipstick.
1: It looked like she was was she reading some
0: Yeah, I forget what she was reading. I don't know.
1: It took me an embarrassingly long time to realize that October was...
0: Finn's brother?
1: Yes. I don't know if I... They may... literally
0: say that in, like, the first scene.
1: Then I probably wasn't okay. paying attention or something.
0: October and Finn are my favorite characters in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably wanted to be October when I was younger. Because um, she's just, like, a goth baddie. <laughs> um, but Finn is played by Jimmy Simpson. Mm-hmm. Uh and I just love all of his lines in this movie. Like
1: Hugh's very like whippy douchebag yeah. doesn't really he gives off the, the vibe of not really caring but on like he does really care.
0: Yeah. So we learn that Hutch is afraid of fire because he has like oh I'm sorry, wait, at the funeral real quick, Hutch gets given a bag full of video games oh, right. from Loomis's sister. Right. That's important. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: uh, and it also contains a lighter, and Hutch gives the lighter to Finn, um, and we learn that he's, like, scared of fire because he, like, flinches. Oh, he has a right. flashback when Finn lights the lighter. Right. Hutch has a flashback of, like, him as a kid, it, like, cowering in a corner, and there's, like, flames all around him. Mm-hmm. So he's got some tragic backstory.
1: Which we already know that's going to come into play at the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then in the bag with all the other video games is Stay Alive. And they determine that it's like a beta tester because, I mean, it's pretty clear from the case that it's in. But it's just like a random case with like white paper and like Stay Alive scribbled on the front of it. Right, And I think that they... We're talking about how Loomis was a beta tester for, like, a couple other games.
2: hmm Yeah.
0: So it makes sense. And they all decide that they're going to play it that night with um, Hutch's boss. Miller.
1: Him. Oh, that's right. Okay.
0: So they head to this, like, apartment, and I'm not really sure, like, whose apartment it was. I think it was Swink's.
1: I... Because
0: there were, like, giant video game posters all over. Right. I'm pretty sure that it was Swink's apartment. Um, but everybody shows up with, like, their own, like, computer powers. I Like, I just thought yeah. this scene was I- so funny. <laughs> because, like, they're all joining, like, multiplayer. Like, I don't know. They don't all need their own computers. Unless they do. I don't know. Unless, like, they can't play, like, co-op on the game. Maybe they did need them. But anyway, it, like, everybody shows up with, like, boxes and, like, briefcases, and it's like, these are some serious gamers. Right. <laughs> and Swink is uh, made out to be, like, just this super... Swink is Frankie Munez, by the way. Right. Um, So he's made out to be this, like, super nerdy, like, doesn't really have good social skills kind of thing, mm-hmm. but he's really good at gaming. Right. And it seems like it might be, like, he's actually a professional gamer. Maybe. Yeah, it definitely
1: gave off that vibe. Yeah, so in the room you have...
0: Or a developer, maybe.
1: You have Swink, Hutch, Abigail, Finn in October,
0: Yeah, I believe. And then Miller is joined online.
1: Yeah, and so Miller's just in his office. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I love that Abigail showed up to this, <laughs> because... Like she self proclaimed like doesn't play video games, like is not right. Like she's like the quote unquote like noob.
1: Uh yeah, but you're right. She Abigail mentions a couple of times that, you know, she has no idea what she's really doing, but you know, mm-hmm. hey, I'll I'll join in, I'll play. Yeah. And
0: so she's like, I'm the cool girl.
1: Yeah. And from that moment on, I was like, something's up with her.
0: Yeah, she like, is a little sus throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And we find out a little bit why later, Mm -hmm. but I don't really think it excuses everything. (laughs) Um, To give an example of one of Finn's lines, he says, (laughs) Can we skip this cinematic foreplay? I want to butter this muffin. I just love everything that comes out of his mouth. (laughs) He says that Abigail has body karate going on. (laughs) It's It's
1: his delivery, though. Yeah. On these lines that are great.
0: They figure out that, like, there's this, like that comes up on the on the screen and they figure out that it's voice activated and they ha- they all have to read it in order to progress um and they say that it's like next gen which <laughs> is so funny watching today because right. like that's pretty common um now there's like mics built into your controllers
1: right we've come a long way
0: yeah um so they say this prayer of elizabeth and they enter the Garouge plantation. And October's grandmother told her about Garouge, I guess, when they were younger, mm-hmm. um, that someone would go come and, like, take them away if they were being bad or something.
1: Yeah, so it was, like, an actual folklore yeah. story.
0: Yeah. And then Finn says, like, Grandma also wore her panties on the outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the banter between that brother and sister. Yeah. It's it's wonderful.
0: They're, they're really cute together, although, like, there is one scene where it borderlines where it's, like, I don't think actual adult brother and sisters would do this, where, like, they, like, cuddle. Not, like, cuddle, but, like, they're physically affectionate in a way that I don't think that actual brothers and sisters would be. It made you uncomfortable? I Yeah, I, I think know. it was just an unrealistic representation.
1: Right. I don't remember that part.
0: It's when, like... Ben is being an asshole, and then uh, October's like, will you, like, cool it? When they are at the bar? Or the- yeah, and then he's like, yeah, okay. And then she, like, leans in and, like, kisses his forehead, and, like, they, like, do a side hug.
1: Mm.
0: I'm like, I don't think adult brothers and sisters would do that. But what do I know? Because I'm an only child, so. <laughs>
1: 2006 was a very different year. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so there's, like, an army of undead girls in this video game. They're, they're now playing the game. Um, they learn that you can drop roses um to ward off like an undead spirit because mm-hmm. October knows that uh the undead cannot cross a rose.
1: I love how just conveniently she knows that.
0: Yeah. I think Finn says that's what you get for reading too much like goth chiclet or something. <laughs> Miller's stressed out. He like is like chain smoking. While he's playing, and he finds this, like, torture chamber in the game,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then he gets killed by the Countess, and then immediately sees something, like, in his office, like, run by real quick in the hallway. Right. And he says something like, oh, you know, if you play the game too- for too long, you, like, start seeing shit. And then I think Swink mentions, like, perceptive reality or something like that. Right. Which, isn't that the same thing that they mention in uh, Slumber Party Massacre? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I figured this out at this point that there there's this, like, scare music that comes on. And it's not even, like, music. It's, like, a sound effect. And it's this, like, low yes. hum. And
1: go ahead. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I think one of my favorite parts of this whole movie is that noise. And I think it's the like the dual shock yeah. in the controllers. That's what it is. Yeah. So I think with I think it started with PlayStation two, I believe. But if you're playing a character and you like run into something or if something hits you or whatever, your your controller vibrates. Yeah,
0: because um, they mentioned while they were playing that if you are near like a ghost or something it'll buzz yeah
1: yeah so whenever something happens like in real life in this movie like you hear it yeah when miller sees like this like phantom thing run by his office or something you hear it and they they up the volume in the movie
0: Mm -hmm. and almost like distorted a little bit yeah it's
1: so weird every time i heard it i could feel it yeah. I don't know how to de- I don't know how to describe it exactly.
0: I mean, if you saw this movie in theater, the whole theater would be like rumbling. Yeah, basically. it's cool. It's
1: just the
2: mm, mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it's this is a motif like throughout the whole movie. So yeah. when things get a little bit more dangerous and a little bit more severe and you keep hearing that, you're like, "Oh shit, something's going to happen."
0: Yeah, this was the yeah. point where I like figured out that it was the controller vibrating.
1: Yep. I love um, I loved it.
0: So Miller is leaving the office, and he's, like, I guess he's just, like, walking around. He keeps seeing shit and hearing.
1: Yeah. Well, his character kicks it. That's why he's leaving the office.
0: I said that, I think. Oh. Yeah, he gets killed by the Countess in the game.
1: (laughs) I I don't listen, I guess. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, And when he goes uh, to leave his, like, office door, he shut it. And then it opens back up suddenly. Mm-hmm. So he goes back in there. And then I think like a figure appears and he gets killed. He's stabbed um, on his desk same way that he died in the game. Right. And then the next morning when Hutch walks into work, um, there's policemen all over.
1: Which, by the way, the night before, Hutch asked Miller off the next day. And then Miller's like, let me think about it.
0: Oh, and then they're right. talking, and he's
1: like, yeah, okay, you can have the day off. And then Hutch still shows up.
0: Huh.
1: Very peculiar.
0: Well, maybe his... Wait, no. Was that the same day? No, that co- the next... that, it couldn't have been the same day. It had to be a couple of days later because he went to the funeral. Because when they were first talking, he got the call that Loomis died.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: the funeral's not going to be the next day.
1: Anything can happen right. in movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Detective... Thibodeau. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thibodeau.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then some other asshole detective um, that has a weird face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the detective gives Hutch his card, um, and they're, like, kind of suspicious of Hutch because he was playing, like, ten minutes away from the office. Mm-hmm. He could have, you know, had access to the crime scene. Everyone kind of has, like, weird vibes. They're back at the coffee shop. Um. This is when Finn is being an asshole, and he finds Miller's body in the game. Um. And then there's, like, some tension between, like, him and Hutch. Like, he's like, if you want to go cry about it, like, all day, be my guest. But, like, I'm going to keep playing this game. Right. And just, like, I don't know. It seems like forced tension, but it's fine. Um. Abigail, again, is being, like, suspicious because uh, I think October asks, where she's like from what's her deal Mm -hmm. and she gives some like perfect backstory of like her mom being a teacher and her dad's an architect and blah 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 um and swink is like giving big brain vibes because he (laughs) puts like two and two together that like if you die in the game then you die in real life and then hutch like freaks the fuck out Mm -hmm. and Uh, I think they go to tell Finn, and then Finn's like, yeah, like, uh, Miller was found in the same position or whatever that he was in the game, but, like, he's not concerned about it. Like, everybody's just kind of justifying it where, like, oh, you know, you can only die, like, a certain number of ways in the game, so it makes sense, you know? Right. And then... Finn uh, finds, like, a silver mirror in the game and mentions that it's not uh, breaking like the other mirrors. Like, apparently all the mirrors break Mm -hmm. in the game uh, because the Countess doesn't, like, want to see herself. Right. So he finds this mirror and uh, he mentions that he thinks it's polished silver and that nobody else had it, but he found it. There's this weird, like, Final Destination-esque, like, montage Where you see, like, each character, and they're all on their own now, even though they were just together. There was, like, there was no transition of, like, okay, bye, like, I'm going to head out for the day. Like, they're Mm -hmm. just all separately by themselves. The only person that you don't see, by the way, is Abigail. So I agree. There may be something more going on.
1: Yep. That was another reason why I was like, something's... Yeah. Some kind of fuckery is going on So you here.
0: see Swank and he's working on his computer and there's like blood seeping out of his keyboard. Right. And then I think he's like working on the computer like tower and then mm-hmm. like something flashes behind him. Um, and then October is working at the coffee bar. He's like pouring some espresso shots or something and there's like she sees um, a ghost or some kind of I don't know.
1: Apparition. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In, like, the reflection of the coffee maker. Then, I don't think his is, like, really scary. Like, his is just, like, he hears something and then all of a sudden a truck goes by him.
1: Doesn't he hear, like, galloping?
0: Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Um, Yeah, he hears that. And then Hutch, we see he's in the bathroom. We see he has, like, burns on his back and arms, so we kind of get to understand, like, why he has a fear of fire. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh, when he's washing his face, he, like, looks up in the mirror and his eyes are white. And then immediately from that, we see, like, a research montage at the library with Hutch.
1: Always with the research montage. (laughs) It's either that or somebody finds, like, a historian or some old person who's, like, Forty years ago, this town had a <laughs> clown, and like, there's—I uh,
0: don't
1: know, just—I
0: think I—I I posted a meme to uh the Partners in Fright Instagram, and it was like,
1: which if you're not following, please give us a follow
0: at Partners in Fright Podcast. We're
1: also on Twitter. <laughs>
0: um, and it was like, we really don't give horror movies enough credit for like getting kids into the library. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, so Hutch goes to, like, the library, and somehow the open, active cases from the police department are easily accessible on the library computers, and he can pull crime scene photos down from Loomis's murder, so he can compare, and he can also yep. pull photos from Miller's murder.
1: I, one of my notes is, can you freely uh, just view crime scene photos? Question no. mark?
0: I mean, unless they're, like, historical crimes. Like, you can view, like, fucking Black Dahlia, you know, yeah, photos and shit. Um, anyway, so then, uh... I, they all, like, reconvene. Oh, Hutch, like, calls a meeting with his friends. And Finn is not there, but I think he's, like, on his way. And October goes into detail about, like, the Countess Elizabeth Bathory, I think, is mm-hmm. her last name. Um... How she'd like hunt for victims in a black carriage drawn by horses. She'd break mirrors because she couldn't stand to see herself, and she'd like torture little girls. I just thought of the Ice Cube thing, what? John Mulaney thing. With oh, not Ice Cube. Who is it? The John Mulaney sketch <laughs> where he's like, "Oh, are so you tea. like little girls?" Yeah, the- yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. That was a terrible Maybe- John Mulaney. <laughs> John Mulaney impersonating. Yeah. He, that's, he was, anyway, that's all that I thought about when I said little girls. I'm stand up it
1: with Ice-T from Law & Order SVU.
0: I'm sorry. Everybody ignore me. <laughs> Can you do the voice properly? We're going to leave
1: that in. The Ice-T voice. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you mean to tell me that this dude was into little girls? <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, do it justice either, but. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so. October explains all that, and Hutch was, like, already getting to that, but he's, like, fighting with her. And I don't understand why he's fighting with her, because they're, like, both after the same thing. Like, they're both on the same page here. Right. But Hutch is like, I don't care about that. I just want to know what happened to Loomis. And it's like, October's giving you more information about what potentially could have happened to Loomis. Like, why are you, you know,
1: right. fighting That was her? an odd reaction for him.
0: yeah. I think he, like, ends his little, like, spiel, and he's like, well, where's Finn? And then Finn is hallucinating. Um, His car is stuck just south of Binky's adult store. (laughs) But he's like, I didn't die in the game, so I'm good, right? And everybody's like, yeah, I mean, according to what we know so far, you are good. And so they all, like, get in the van to go get him. Um, and he starts hearing horses, all of a sudden it's nightfall, and any time that it's nightfall, are you going to say the same thing? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> it, it's just, like, a blue filter yep. over the entire movie. Like, yeah. it's not actually night, and I think you compared, like, the saturation to the Resident Evil movies? Maybe?
1: Oh, yeah. There's, well... <laughs>
0: Or like a supernatural episode. Honestly, it feels like
1: <laughs> there's there's a couple tropes that litter a ton of horror movies, and it's a lot of a lot of it is just like why 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 would you do that? And one of my things is just, like when it's all of a sudden night and Finn's in his car and it's foggy out. What does he do? He gets out of the car. No, you don't do that. You just you don't do that.
0: I mean, I think honestly, either way, he would have been fucked. So, I, I like, have there done was that. no, <laughs> there was no escaping the Countess Bathory. Is that her? I still don't know if that's her last name. I'm pretty sure it was.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure.
0: I'm just gonna call her the Countess. I know her first name is Elizabeth, so we can go with that. Um, so he starts hearing horses. All of a sudden, it's night, which it's just blue. And then he's, like, run over by the carriage. And beautiful CGI work. Loved it. Um, And then, like, Finn did die in the game somehow. So, like...
1: Oh, yeah. We start seeing, like, the game, like, starts playing itself.
0: Yeah. And they do, like, say that out loud so that all of us can understand what's happening. That the game is indeed playing itself. Um, So the same detective comes out to the road where Finn got run over and then the uh shitty detective like goes over <laughs> <laughs> to the to uh, Swink's van and he starts yeah. playing the game and he's like oh like what i want to see what's all the fuss about and uh Swinks like i don't really think that you should play that and he's like give me this shit and like he's playing the game and immediately Such dies he hasn't even been playing for like 2 minutes and he dies immediately right so that detective goes to, like, GameStop? (laughs) What are you gonna say? say?
1: So, he goes to this GameStop, and he has this... this, Well, so his boss, like, the detective, tells... I'm just gonna call him, like, Sheriff Hair, because he has giant black hair. So the detective tells Officer Hair to, like, go find information on this Stay Alive game or something. Mm -hmm. So... Detective Hare just goes to this GameStop and asks the clerk, is like, Hey, have you heard of this game called like Stay Alive? And the guy's like, No, is so, it like underground or something? And he's like
0: Well, first he's like he acts like it's a drug deal. Yeah. So this clerk is like clearly tweaking out on something. <laughs> right. And he's like, What well, can I get you? Let me guess. High frame rate. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like my thing was, he essentially asked him. He's like, "Do you know anything about the Styl- Stay Alive game?" And the clerk is like, "No." And he's like, "Damn!" And then he leaves and he calls, like the detective. He's like, "I got nothing." Yeah. He put in the bare minimum. He just talked to the GameStop clerk. Yeah. And He's like, "Oh fuck, I I do? did every I did everything yeah. I could."
0: What'd you do? Oh, I went to GameStop and talked to a sixteen-year-old <laughs> clerk. <laughs>
1: oh, my God, Officer Hare, no.
0: So he goes back out to his car and then uh immediately murdered.
1: Wait, how does he get murdered? I forget?
0: Um same, so in the game, some like kind of machine it was kind of like a saw trap almost. Oh, like it that's like right. went around his mouth and then like opened his skull. It like zoomed out
1: and he's in his truck and then Yeah, like, we just, don't
0: actually see him die, just like blood blood
1: okay. I I remember that, yeah.
0: Blood splattered. So Abigail and Hutch go to Loomis's house and this is when we learn that Hutch's dad set fire to their house because he thought his mom was having an affair and the fireman like pulled Hutch out. So we get that little backstory on Hutch. And then they find Loomis's phone and he like hid it inside his computer tower. Right. Which honestly like seems like so much work. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess I would do that. I don't know. I, like... Right. I feel like it's such a pain in the ass to take off the panel on the tower that, like, I don't even try to do it. Or I wouldn't even try to do it. Uh, and, like, what kind of, like, burner phone information does Loomis have? Like...
1: I know, right?
0: I don't know. <laughs> so they get the, like, phone number and address for the game developer of Stay Alive. Mm-hmm. And they call Swink to get directions, which was great. It was, uh, like, so they get the address, but then they have to call Swink to pull up, like, uh, MapQuest.
1: Yeah, like old-school MapQuest.
0: Yeah. So I think they're, like, all reconvening at Swink's apartment. And October's got this book called The Witch's Hammer. And she informs everyone that in order to kill the Countess... They have to nail her body three times, mm-hmm. like once in the chest, once in the forehead, and once in the stomach, or something.
1: Where'd she get this information from? Like, where'd she get this book from? I'm from so her
0: goth chicklet. She's like a witchy, like.
1: So she just happens to know all these answers.
0: I mean, she doesn't do? know. She looked in the book.
1: I want to know what this book is. I want to read the book.
0: It's like a witchy, like. I don't know. <laughs> Aren't you on, like, witch TikTok? It's the same shit, but from 2006. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, she says that a strong enough spirit can be brought back with the right text. So that means that when they read that prayer in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, it, like, brought Elizabeth's spirit back.
1: Like a spell? Yeah, right. yeah.
0: And then the police show up at October's house because the detective died and then they all run then they go I think to like Loomis's development again it's like new development housing so this is when we did learn that the game is like turning on all by itself because uh I forget like why they're looking for October but they're like where's October and then she's like smoking outside and then we see her, like, moving on the game. So, like, right. the game is, like, tracking her real-life self, almost. I think she hears something. It turns night, a.k.a. it turns blue again. <laughs> right. And then um, she heads into this, like, under-construction house. And she sees an apparition. And then all of a sudden, she's, like, face-to-face with the Countess. And right. it's, like, CGI, like, from the video game... And she's, like, see-through. And she grabs a nail gun that was conveniently just left yep. <laughs>
2: there,
0: um, still with a charge, or still plugged in, whatever, and she shoots her with three nail guns, or, yeah, with three nails. But it just, like, kind of goes through her, and then the Countess, like, strings up October, and October says something like, I don't know, you bitch, or something. yeah. Um, Some
1: strong final words.
0: Yeah, uh, slits her throat, and then uh, Hutch and Swink and Abigail all find her. Um, this is when they're like they're in the van, they're traveling to I think the game developers' address because that's the only lead they have at this point. Right, and then Abigail owns up as homeless, and she says that's why she was like. Being Shady the entire time Mm -hmm. because she doesn't like to tell people like the truth and then see them be embarrassed for like asking or something along those lines.
1: But that's it, right? There's no like other. Yeah,
0: she's just homeless.
1: It adds nothing to the story. I don't know why. Like, I don't know. (laughs) It makes no sense.
0: (laughs) Just a homeless girl and a burn victim falling in love.
1: She could have not been. In the story, and it,
0: that's not true, Joe, because she found that wardrobe leading up into Elizabeth's. Oh,
1: that the wardrobe that has room. this massive light yeah, coming oh from god. between the doors, and so, she's like, "Oh my god, I see something!" And then Hutch is like, "How'd you see that?"
0: This <laughs> is from the very beginning it's of like the a movie. Goddamn lighthouse! Yeah, this is from the very beginning when they're all <laughs> playing the game together, and like, this is on. I think honestly, like. Hutch is just trying to, like, hit on her a little bit or, like...
1: Make her feel included. Yeah, Yeah. because she's
0: like, oh, do you guys see that, like, uh, wardrobe? And it's, like, it's literally glowing yellow. Mm -hmm. Like, any person playing a video game would, like, know, like, oh, that's a clue (laughs) to go in there. Right. And he's like, oh, good catch.
1: Hutch is thirsty.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, Swing keeps playing the game to, like, keep them safe. Uh the developer's address is the Garouge Plantation. So it's the same in the game as in real life. Like, the whole house looks exactly the same. And I was wondering, like, in terms of making the movie, if they did the physical set design first or if they did, like, the uh, virtual... like For- it, Like, if they had a house and then they designed the video game based on the house, or if they designed the video game and then just, like, built the set?
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. That's a, that's a good question.
0: I don't know. So, hmm. it's this weird thing where Swink is walking Hutch through the plantation, like, virtually, and then, almost as if, like, he's a human walkthrough guide. Right. And then, anything that wink is doing in the game starts happening in real life
2: mm-hmm.
0: like he pries something open with a crowbar and then suddenly hutch can open it right and like i think he dropped something and then all of a sudden hutch can pick it up in real life mm-hmm. um which i thought was really cool yeah and i like that idea a lot um abigail figures out the whole like wardrobe thing um and she figures it out on her own and she finds it, even though she's not a gamer. Look at her go.
2: <laughs>
0: she finds these maggoty dolls in the wardrobe workshop. Man, that was a tongue twister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, finds uh, Elizabeth's diary. And then all of a sudden she's like, starts screaming. Like, nothing is there. She's, like, in the corner of this room. Mm -hmm. And the lights keep flashing, but we're not seeing anything. We're just watching her, like, flail all over the fucking place and scream. Mm -hmm. But there's, like, no ghost.
1: So I think now's a good time, Um, especially at this point. I thought Abigail might have been a descendant of Elizabeth. Hmm. And then I was trying to figure out, you know, oh, this is why she's here. This is why she kind of, like, hmm. not forced her way into the group, but, like, stuck around to right. kind of guide them into a way for them to discover or destroy something in her favor.
2: Okay.
1: Um. So when she was, like, screaming and nothing was happening, I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is where her plan starts to really unfold.
0: Hmm. That would have been an interesting...
1: It would but have, wouldn't it? twist. <laughs> I,
0: but that did not I happen. Wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I think like Hutch just goes in there and like rescues her and they kiss.
1: Are <laughs> <I laughs> <keep> you blessing? <laughs>
0: I just thought like this. this has such like wholesome wholesome romance. Like you don't really see like Wholesome romance and like a horror movie,
1: like a natural.
0: Like you see a lot of sex stereotypically in horror movies. Oh, like, you yeah. don't see a lot of like like this is so PG and like mm-hmm. I it's so cute because they just like they just kiss
1: and not like pig mask fucking.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. Just want to see some good old fashioned kiss. <laughs> 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 um. So then, the game starts playing automatically on Swink, and the van doors shut, and -hmm. the laptop's inside, and he like breaks in the window. Um, but Elizabeth comes for him anyway, and he's like, "Oh, you fucking bitch! Like you're cheating." (laughs) He's like, (laughs) he fell into a rose bush, but then, like, still dies at this point. Right? Like, like, spoiler alert: he doesn't die, but like everybody thinks that he's because it shows the game and he's, like, lying in this rose bush and he's dying. Right. Or hes it says game over.
1: The I old think. fake out.
0: Um, But the whole rose bush thing is important because, like, you know, when you throw the rose in the game, like, the spear can't cross it or whatever. Um, so they find Elizabeth's tower, um, but they get separated and Hutch has to finish it. Hutch, you need to go on and finish it. And, and so they're like... They're literally between this like, I don't know, like five inch door with like little like square in it, mm-hmm. and they're like crying through the door at each other, and Abigail's like, "You need to go finish it."
1: And what is Hutch's last big obstacle? Something that he's so scared of? Fire! Fire!
0: <laughs> oh, so he slides Abigail a rose, and then she gives him the lighter. And then Hutch finds like Elizabeth's body, the uh countess's body immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's just like laying there like completely preserved. Like, right? Yeah. Open. This drives me nuts. Abigail starts playing he loves me, he loves me not with the rose and it's like he gave one- that
1: to you. <laughs> and he
0: has one you have one fucking rose. Like <laughs> why are you pulling off all the petals? You need them. <laughs> So then she's, like, transported to the torture chamber, Um, like, her surroundings change,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: suddenly she's, like, not in the game, but she's in, like, the real-life torture chamber area, Um, and then Hutch is hammering, like, all the nails in the body. Right. I think, like, oh, she stands up and... <laughs> I wrote down, she shits out the nails. She, like, she, I don't know, she just, like, pushes them out of her body.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminded me of um, X-Men, where Logan, he gets shot, like, in the head. Oh, yeah. And he stands up, and the bullet kind of, like, pushes out of his flesh.
0: Why'd you have to make that sound? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So Hutch grabs his laptop, which... Is a solid silver Alienware laptop. What do you
1: know? How convenient.
0: <laughs> and her face distorts. This is probably my favorite part in the movie. Yeah, yeah, because like her face gets all like gray,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like her jaw like opens all the like not all the way, like farther than all the way, and it like her yeah. whole body distorts. Really cool. It's a cool I, effect.
1: I always love. Yeah, I always love that effect where the first thing that came to mind was um, in It, like the 2017 one, the Andy Muschietti one, uh, where that portrait of that lady is with Stan.
0: yes. And her
1: mouth opens unnaturally, like trying to do it, but unnaturally wide.
0: I would be really concerned if you could unhinge your jaw right now. Also, you need wisdom teeth surgery, so you probably shouldn't be doing that with your mouth. (laughs) Her face distorts, and then he lights her on fire. Which, like, he didn't even like put any like lighter fluid down, but like, she went up. Yeah, the whole room goes up.
1: She went up like um the the driller Driller killer. killer,
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: they just up in flames.
0: And then there's, like, a flashback to him as a kid sitting in the fire, and then he, like, mm-hmm. he literally just, like, gives up and sits down the fire. <laughs> He's like, mm, I'm just gonna die here.
1: I'm gonna chill here.
0: And then Swink's alive, and he <laughs> has not one rose, but the entire fucking rose bush.
1: Smart. The it- smartest thing anyone has ever done in this movie.
0: <laughs> it's Frankie Munoz, man. Yeah. Uh so then Abigail and Swink get hutch out and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> it cuts to the tweaked out clerk at GameStop and he gets like a whole box of stay alive games and then like throws it in the PS3, like pops it on the uh monitors like around the shop and that's mm-hmm. it. She's going to come back. I'm
1: confused.
0: One thing before we move on to your confusion. <laughs> um <laughs> I wish that Hutch had, like, some, I don't know, it didn't really feel like he faced his fear. Like, we build up the whole movie to him being afraid of fire, and he has this backstory and shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, he literally just sits down and gives up, and then his friends rescue him. Like, wouldn't it have yeah. been better for him to, like, be like, oh, like, I'm gonna grab this hot doorknob and escape on my own? I don't know. I,
1: f- I. F- feel like it would have made much more sense if he knew that Swink and Abigail had died or had possibly died and then he'd be like oh shit I'm in this room I might as everyone that I've known died I might as well go out swinging kind of deal mm. you know
0: yeah cuz Abigail's still in the other room
2: mhm
1: yeah he didn't have any thought of like oh she'd be dead or whatever so i feel right. like Especially after that kiss that they shared, I feel like he would want to fight a little harder. I almost said fart a little harder <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah my my confusion is if the body is burnt how how is it still
0: because it, in order to play the game again, you have to say the prayer, the incantation
1: okay, so because the games were
0: it brings the spirit back. gotcha. So, I don't really know how, like, she would be defeated again.
1: Yeah, if the body is already burnt.
0: But it seemed like from what...
1: Maybe the body doesn't even matter.
0: Maybe not, yeah. Because what October said was that with a strong enough spirit, Mm -hmm. you can bring it back with the right spell or whatever. But then she was like, in order to take care of it, you need to nail the body and then, like, burn it. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's where I'm confused.
0: I guess we'll never know, because there wasn't a sequel. <laughs> I wish there was...
1: Stay more alive? <laughs> <laughs> um. Alright, so I'll let you go first. This was your pick, and I know you love this movie, so what are you, what are you rating this one?
0: I'm, like, hovering on this one. I think I'm going to go 8 out of 10.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. I just, like... Which I'm so glad, because this was what I wanted out of Hills Have Eyes. Like, the Mm. nostalgia factor. I mean, I haven't watched this movie in, like, ten years. And I still count it as, like, one of my favorites. And actually, when we started this podcast, I was, like, so excited because I remembered (laughs) this movie. And I was like, oh, shit, it has, like, 40,000 reviews. We can't really talk about it. But then I was like, ooh, I'll do it for 50 nights. Um,
1: Also, it's our podcast. We can do whatever.
0: I mean, that's true, but... (laughs) I also stick to the rules. <laughs> yeah, I, I got everything out of this that I wanted to get out of Hills of Eyes. That's good.
1: I'm. I'm really glad.
0: Yeah, and honestly, like I feel like I could watch this movie. Like, I could watch it every night.
1: So your rewatchability is yes.
0: Yeah, it's okay. like a it's like a comfort movie. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: Nice. That's good to know. Um, I. Uh, I'm giving this a solid five out of ten. Okay, uh, that's
0: better than I thought you were going to give
1: it. It it was a, it's higher than I thought I was going to give it myself. So there's a couple things. One is honestly, it's like kind of a fun watch. It's pretty unique. There's not really any other movies like this. Yeah, uh, it has Frankie Muniz. Which we need more Muniz in Hashtag our lives, more Muniz. <laughs> um but also at the at the core of this, um there's this theme of people are like friends coming together for someone, and i I don't know why, but I really love that, like stand by me, goonies it even like without a paddle, um. There's something admirable, I guess, mm-hmm. about people coming together for like a goal.
0: Yeah, like the chemistry of the group is good. Yeah, it works.
1: Th- I feel like each person had their own shtick. Like, yeah. you had the you had the main guy, you had the leader, you had like the asshole, you had the know it all, um, mm-hmm. and it just it worked. I I did like the the chemistry of it, mm-hmm. and it didn't. Feel like a very long movie as well. Like I felt like you could just kind of fly through this movie. I honestly wasn't bored at any part of this movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not too scary. Um. Mm,
1: nope. <laughs> which is fine. Very very mild. Yeah. I
0: think the best scare is the one at the very end when like her face distorts. Mm. Um. Yeah. But like ultimately. From, like, 2006 to 2022, like, I, I was still laughing. Like, Finn's lines hold up. <laughs> um, right. A couple of, like, the derogatory terms don't hold up, but we'll mm-hmm. ignore that. Right. Um, Yeah, I still, like, laughed and, uh, it, like, the graphics were considerably fine. Yeah, I
1: would say so. They didn't spend too uh, until the end. They didn't spend too much time in the game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so I didn't feel like I was too distracted with the subpar graphics, right? For nowadays, at least.
0: Would you rewatch it?
1: Um, maybe like you know what? I think I would kind of put this in the same like echelon of drive through.
0: Of, like, watch it with your friends.
1: Yeah, I think it's just kind of like a fun. It's not as ridiculous as Drive Through, but I feel like it's a fun, just like if you're just with people and you just like order a pizza and throw it on and just kind of like fuck around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, last thing I wanted to say was that I wish that the game was an actual game.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And, like, how cool. I think I feel like that's something that they would do in like today's hmm. time, where like you yeah. release the movie and you release the game at the same time. Yeah,
1: that would be really cool. Uh,
0: yeah, I feel like that's something that people would get into now. Um, yeah, for sure. Man, I really... actually that's kind of what they're doing with Last of Us right now because they're about to release the the show the show on HBO, mm-hmm. and they just re released the like remastered version right. for PS five.
1: I I wish we got a little bit more from the antagonist. Elizabeth? Was that her name?
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, like, the whole movie is very surface level. Oh, yeah. We don't really understand, like, any kind of information about Elizabeth besides um, she doesn't like to look at herself. Uh, she kills little girls.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, um, I wish
1: we saw more of her. And she drives a, her. horse-drawn carriage. That was a pretty sweet... Carriage, though.
0: I mean, she owns a plantation, so, like, probably not a great person.
1: Oh, absolutely not. But, like, her carriage was, like, jet black. She had two horses that were just pure black. Yeah. They looked pretty badass. Yeah. Killed by carriage. I've never... I think Finn is the only person who's been killed by a carriage.
0: In a horror movie?
1: Yeah. that's That's gotta be such a glorious way to go.
0: I wouldn't say glorious,
1: His death was pretty gnarly. Like, they showed him getting completely, like, trampled and run over, ran over by that carriage.
0: Complete with that CGI body, just, like...
1: (laughs) Ragdolling across the road. (laughs) Yeah. Which, by the way, he didn't crash or anything. He just swerved out of the way, and he could have just gotten back in his car and drove off. But he, like... His
0: car stopped. It wouldn't start.
1: Did he try starting it again? I don't know. Well, but it, isn't that what you would do if your I mean, car if just stopped? If it's
0: dead, like, yeah, if it's, he, like, clicking, I wouldn't, like, keep trying it.
1: But that's the thing. He didn't try at all. I don't know. Maybe I'm I right think you're, you're
0: expecting way too much out of this movie. Anyway, if you guys haven't seen this movie, I would highly recommend checking it out. Unfortunately, it's very hard to find, and we had to pay $4 on Amazon to rent it. And I paid that $4 twice, very sad to say. Uh, and you can't even find a fucking, like, DVD of it. Really? Like, no, you can't, like, buy it on Amazon. Like, you can't just, like, buy the movie. You have to download it. Like, you can buy a digital copy, but you can't buy, like, a physical copy on Amazon. Not oh, that I saw. That's a bummer. Yeah. Hmm. Um So maybe it is more unknown than we thought, but...
1: yeah. I mean, I
0: thought it was a lot of fun. If you like horror video games, like, I would say check it out just for funsies because
1: it's a a fun watch. I I would check it out, yeah. Cool. All right. So, next week is my pick. I still don't know what I'm choosing for next week. I think I'm going to, like, wait till last minute and then just pick one out of the hat. Then we'll see what happens.
0: I'm trying to line up the dates of, like, recording and when it's supposed to come out, and I can't picture a calendar in my head otherwise i might have some input <laughs> yeah so thank you so much for listening
1: um so just as a reminder we are on instagram and twitter so if you have a chance check us out at partners at fright
0: podcast
1: is it <laughs> oh i mean for the instagram one i know that you run that one
0: i don't fucking know <laughs> i don't i don't have a twitter you run the twitter you should know the handle i
1: I said instagram
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) it's super late
0: i'm so tired (laughs) okay thanks so much for listening uh join us next week for whatever the fuck joe's gonna pick
2: stay tuned